Hey, what's up with you, Duan? What you think about that new that new bumper we got going on nowadays? Woo! Oh yeah, that's that's a good look, man. Thanks to that man, Unc Reg, for hooking us up. Man, you cannot you cannot deny the fact that he got love for this station. It shows. It's coming through. It's it's getting musically on us. Exactly, man. I'm I'm so thankful that people are responding the way they are to our show. Thanks, all of you, for listening, tuning in, weighing in on subject. Last one, that was kind of a success in terms of um, engagement, right? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I was like, whoa, time to get to these call-ins. But it was great. It was absolutely great. I hope more of that will happen. You just want to take a pause and be like, yeah. Let's get into it, guys. Let's talk about what's going on on your minds. It's it's probably part of the show, to be honest with you. Exactly. I would definitely put it up there when the people do respond and they're not just saying hello, thanks for favoring me or something like that. <laughs> they actually want to have a combo. Yeah, it's a good look. It's definitely a good look, man. You know what? But I could understand, though. For newcomers, you know, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. And a lot of new faces here on Anchor. So, you know. That's how you got to welcome them in. I'm, I'm almost okay with it, you know, because everybody yeah. saying it. So, you know, they're just trying to show the love I, their I way. I agree. Uh, it's not really a huge problem, but I did kind of notice it, I think, once or twice uh, with stirring the pot, getting the call-ins and stuff. Some of them I don't know if we actually got to yet, but we're going to have to figure out some way to do it. We're working on it, y'all. We're working on it while we're working. And you know, and you know the main problem is you, because your station's just blowing up to one, <laughs> like always. Yeah, you know, man, that's just a little inconvenience, man. You know, it just station is kind of igniting. But, hey, man, this is the station that get ranked. If you notice, every time we post, it goes uh, to the we're, – we're in the top 20. Or top, not top 20, but top 100. Well, you're 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 notorious, so you can see you can see how things could be affected, you know. But hey, there's nothing wrong with it because there's there's so much authenticity on your station, which is probably a subject that I like to circle back to tonight, if that's all right with you, my brother. Oh, okay. What you got for us, man? This this is a surprise to me, y'all. Ain't no prep this time. Ain't no prep, man. See, that's how authentic we're gonna be. We're just gonna roll off the cuff with it, right. man. We're just gonna roll off. The <laughs> yeah. cuff. It's truly authentic. But uh, uh, what else? Well, how you? Let me start off with asking how you feeling because I never asked that on the scene. Like, how you feeling tonight, man? Today, honestly, man, I'm feeling really good. I just had a great day at work. Made it home. Now I'm cooking me nice. some uh, spaghetti. About to do it live and direct in the moment. And guess what else happened, man? What else? Uh, I noticed, right, because I have these pair of jeans that, that I've been wearing, and they're a size 40. And size 40 for me is a size that used to be kind of, ooh, it was tight. I could barely, barely breathe. Oh, all right, all so right. So the last time I put these on, they fit comfortable. But today, they felt like baggy jeans. Oh, damn. Good look, man. Good for you. What, wait, how's, when's the last time you had them on, just so we get a little time reference? I would say probably the last time I had them on was maybe like a month ago. All right, all right. Woo! So a month is, is wow, man. Thing is melting off of you. This is funny because usually over the holidays, people bulk up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing the opposite. Wow, that's a good look. Yeah, man. You know, it, it definitely doesn't doesn't hurt that. Um, basically, I kind of worked Christmas, so I really didn't get a chance to eat anything. And even Thanksgiving, I only ate like one or two plates. So I don't really need a whole lot of plates anymore when it comes to holiday stuff. Right, right. And, you know, the other thing that's good with you and maybe magical about you also is that you don't partake in any of that alcohol. You know, that's where a lot of because that's easy to do, yes. you know, knocking back some drinks or whatever. And that's a lot of calories. So, hey, how about you, man? How's, how's your workout? Because I see you on anchor. You going kind of hardcore talking about it again. Oh, hardcore. Are you kidding? I'm just getting back to the usual, man, the daily. You know, it's just the daily. I'm just kicking off the day with the workout. It's only nine minutes. It's only fucking nine minutes. Man, you used to <laughs> so say I can't it really... only seven minutes. Now you done bumped it up a couple minutes, huh? I did. Well, check this out. This is, I did a little math. You know, I'm trying to be slick about it. What I used to do when I got on my workout to a certain point after, you know, because you got to level up, right? So I started out easy. Right. But then I finally leveled out. I used to do the seven-minute workout for one round. Eventually, that wasn't enough. So I did the seven-minute workout with 15-pound dumbbells for certain exercises. That was a little bit more effort. But after 
you know, two months in or whatever it is, it's like, oh man, that seven minutes goes by in two minutes, right? Yeah. So I upped it to doing two rounds. But two rounds definitely takes you to 14 minutes. True, it's double as much. But what I figured out is if I just up the exercise length, right? Because let, let's be honest with you. When I say I did two rounds, all right, I did two rounds. But for each exercise, there'd be like push-ups. Well, the first round, I might have gotten a good 18 push-ups in. Mm-hmm. But by round two... Yo, it was eight push-ups was like, oh, right, right. <laughs> you know, because I was already tired. So what I ended up doing is just extending the link for every exercise from 30 seconds to 40 seconds. It doesn't sound like a lot, it's extra 10 seconds, but honestly, that's 33% more time. Hmm. So what ends up happening is my set of, let's say, them, you know, 15, 16 push-ups gets up to 22. Like my last, my last one I did, I did 30 in that 40 seconds. So uh, to be honest with you, I'm trying to cut down on the time, so keep it to under 10 minutes, but still get a really good amount of exercise, like muscle time under tension. Right. So I felt like it's a good idea. I'm like, oh, this is kind of slick, you know? And eventually I'm going to do the, this two rounds. So it's a little slick way of, you know, kind of upping the exercise length without really upping the time. I needed to, I needed to ease in, man, after the holidays because it was rough. Right. It was rough. But it's just like, you know, it's just like, man, whatever anybody's doing for exercise, like, you know, what's fun about it. I've been getting callings about people like George, you talking about, oh, I'm doing gardening, taking walks and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, that counts, girl. Yeah, and that kind of shows, too, man, that you are a positive influence for health. Because in a lot of ways, people feel guilty when they listen to you, right? Because they... Oh, I hope not. I I hope they just feel inspired. Yeah, you inspire. You know what I mean? Like, they just, oh, man, I don't know if I'm... Cause I haven't done no workouts yet. You know, Jennifer, Jennifer <laughs> Elon used to be like that, right? She's like, oh, oh Jennifer, I know, she was I tough on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel bad though. Cause whatever, you know, if I just talked about it and it just gave people an idea, like an excuse, like, yeah, it's fucking seven minutes. Let me do it right now or something. You know, like that's a good look. I'm like, yeah, yeah. do whatever you want to do. So it's just a way for me to like, be like, honestly, the only reason I do it is like I said before, it's just to keep myself correct and be like, yo, if I don't show up tomorrow, motherfuckers be like, yo, what's up, son? You say you was talking all this shit about how you doing a seven-minute workout and you can't find seven minutes, blah, blah, blah. So I don't want to be that motherfucker, you know? Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> so it, it's, it's good for me. So and, and because it's good for me, I don't think about it, but it just happens to be that other. But it's funny to be recognized. You know what's funny? Here's the funny thing, Duan. I'm not the guy with the abs. I'm not the healthy guy. I'm the fat dude doing the seven-minute workout. But I'm getting recognized as the seven minute workout guy. So people would think, oh, he's healthy, he's old, blah, blah. Nah, man, I'm just a regular dude. <laughs> if you saw me on the streets, you'd be like, yeah, this guy ain't working out, man. He, he ain't got one ab. What, what are you talking about? So You'd be surprised kind of- at who actually puts the work in versus those who probably are genetically gifted and got great metabolism, don't got to do all that much. Yeah, well, those are teenagers. I don't blame them. You know what? Them, them young kids on this IG and shit. Yeah, they, they're the ones that look good, no doubt. They could have it. But, uh, you know, like like Ray, you know who's inspirational? Who does it too? Ray from the Raycast, our boy Ray. Oh, yeah. He, That's, uh, he's, a, he's a machine. He's a machine. I feel bad. I'm like, oh, man, I'm talking seven-minute workout. He's doing like six-mile runs yeah, you and know, shit. he's giggling at it. It's like, oh, they think they do oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, he cool. You know what? But he's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's no competition though. He never brings it up. He's not like, yo, Momac, but what, you know, like, you know, he makes it. A <laughs> hey, that thing, was kind man. of a decent impression right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he's listening. He knows, you know, he lives on the East Coast. He could find me. Yeah, he could find yeah. Me. Wouldn't take much work, man. Just got to slip and slide to get you. <laughs> <laughs> True though. He's, you know what? I'm probably good for the week because we're all snowed in over here. So, right, yo, right. Whatever. Whatever. Mm. But you know what? I wanted to bring up Duan. This is what I wanted to bring up. And it's interesting. It's because you gave me the idea. You know how you're talking about the anchor neighborhood and what it looks like? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what's interesting? At work, see, work is the place. I, I want to just talk about the workplace because the workplace is not your neighborhood. You know, it's your neighborhood for the day, but it's not your neighborhood. Like the people you put to work with, you would probably never hang out with. Right. On a normal day, you know what? And that just brings up fucking relationship. Uh, it's a relationship tension. I don't know. How do you feel about it, man? Like, do do a little comparison for me. Your workplace. Do you feel because you put it in with these people, like you care less about them because hey, you never hang out with them anyway, and you don't care what they think, or is it? Do you have to like live up to their 
I don't know, a lot of people call it culture, but, you know, the, the unwritten rules of how people behave and shit, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Oh, no, it makes sense. And I'm going to tell you this, Momac, this is going to be a little, you're going to be reminded that I'm an introvert. So when I'm at work, I actually get to socialize and be around people. Right, exactly. So I, I kind of want, you know what, that comes through, though, on your station, man. You're so popular, you're making stuff, and all of a sudden people saying hi to you from afar and stuff, and you got to give them the nod and be like, yeah, what's up with you? Exactly. I love those. So when I'm at those. work on the date, like, you know, in the mornings and stuff, I have a couple of my regulars who I talk to. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's totally cool, because I used to be really resistant towards it at first. I, I would just come up there with my headphones on. I wouldn't talk to anyone. <laughs> Uh, but now I kind of don't put my headphones on just as fast because, you know, I got a lot of anchor to catch up on. <laughs> true, true. Nowadays, it's so true, man. I can't barely. Oh, my God. I don't even put that much out, but it's so hard to just stay up with everybody. But that's great, man. I'm, I'm happy for it. I'm like the new people. There's a lot of stuff going on. Exactly. How is it for you, Mo, man? Because we heard a couple of your candid uh, recordings and it seems like you are the life of the party at the job well in a sense yes and no in a sense well I, first of all i appreciate the compliment thank you for that i do i do try to make every you know section that i'm in a good time like i like having a good time man. right you know right. there's no reason why we can't do the work and have a good time unlike my bosses who seem to think the more miserable a motherfucker is the more better work they do or some <laughs> shit like that Cause they gotta have that miserable meter up to the freaking roof and shit. But pisses me off. But anyway, um, so yeah, I'm always trying to make people laugh. We're always trying to, you know, like work done. But just think about it. Literally. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, we'll catch that. And I'm trying to be friends with everybody. But you know what I noticed? One, I'm gonna tell you what I noticed. I can tell you what I noticed. I got much better surface relationships because they're all surface relationships, yeah. really, with the ladies. I don't know what it is, but yo, when it comes to like talking to the ladies, it's so much easier. Now that's not a like shock from your anchor past. Oh, oh, really? Is that right? Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> Maybe I'm being too damn authentic. Wait, wait, what, what you talking about? You man? seem to come alive when you're talking with a woman, as I. It's probably yeah. readily apparent, but yeah, it's, it's, give us a little because I believe your um biscuit knicker came from a woman. The nickname, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me, man. That's Jacqueline. So Jackie, she sits for like oh. See, I don't know what it is. Does she sit next to me or am I sitting next to her? Wait a minute. Whoa. How'd that happen? Yeah. So I'm sitting next to Jackie and we're talking, you know, Jackie's, I want to say she's Guyanese, but man, this girl is, but girl, this woman is like 6'2", Amazon delicious. She got to be, she got to be busting some F cups, dog. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what. Anyway, uh, so you just get a little bit of a picture. So no doubt she's hot as hell, but she's got the English accent. And I wish I could impersonate it. And she's just she's just awesome to talk to. She's a good time. Like she really knows how to have fun. Um, but uh, so yeah, the whole biscuit nicking story is that you know I'm like doing some. I'm always. And this was last year, though. I've changed my ways recently, but I was always dipping into her piggy bank to nick some biscuits well from one of the candy machines in the office you know the cheapo one right so i'd be hitting like that shit hard like five times a day penny 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 she's like no mac you're nicking more biscuits <laughs> when i heard it, it just cracked me up but yeah with her, you know, in the mornings, it's like, hello, how you doing? During the day, it's, it's just fantastic time with her. But, you know, it's all the, and here's the funny part, though. The funny part is, like, I have a good relationship with all the ladies, right? But she'd be like, mm, I don't know about that state, girl. Like, what? I had no idea. Like, yo, the women are always in competition, yo. Uh... Even, isn't that funny? At work, I feel like women get... Mm, they all giving each other the stank on and shit like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, like often, man, I can't be talking to no other girls without getting in trouble, even though there's uh, no reason to get in trouble about, you know what I mean? That's kind of weird. Yeah, That's I know what weird. you're saying. Yeah, I can't, I can't understand. Um, at my job, I noticed that the women kind of can be catty with one another, not because of me, but just me observing them in uh, their environments. Uh, also, too, I wanted to say that 
usually um i always get complimented on my sneakers by the women yes. so the guys hate that and sometimes i think the women don't like it either when i'm wearing shoes so they'll say oh look at your shoes like you're like the top of their lungs i'm like you fucking crazy what the fuck are you screaming for now everybody yeah. gonna think they're ugly yeah, 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 I bet they're not. No, I've seen some of your sneakers. You definitely got the style, man, especially the design your own. That's, I mean, hey, that was the inspiration for the logo. So, hey. So, I wanted to ask you, um, has your wife met any of your coworkers? Hell no. <laughs> no. No cross. You know what's funny? Yeah, never, never, ever. Never, ever. In fact, it's because I work so late. Most of the people, like the cool people are gone. So here's the deal, man. At the office, they're definitely cool people. Uh, they're salespeople, which I don't mess with. They're like, you know, and then the, the executive C-level people. Again, I don't mess with unless I'm helping them. Those people are pretty, pretty much the grumpy ones. And in fact, most of them looking at me like, yo, Mr. Happy, right? Because I'm smiling all the time, having yeah. a good time. They think I'm a psycho. They're like, you look like a psycho killer, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, I'm just different. That's all. <laughs> I just... I'm just not miserable. That's all. You know, you could choose because you could choose the way you're going to be all day. You know, like, yes, everybody has a bad day. Yes, I understand there's things to worry about, whatever. But in most cases, it shouldn't affect your mood. No matter what's happening on the outside, the way you look at it is all internal. So, you know, I, I try not to stress with that shit. I try not to stress about it. But the other thing that I think is interesting about that is that same idea of like people and whatever, I think it transfers over to our relationship. Because Anchor is not like all the other social apps. I feel like all the other social apps are really um, like say your IGs and stuff like, well, maybe not IG because like you, you're doing videos. So you you have more interaction. But, you know, as a content creator, you just put it out there. Do you feel the same kind of interaction with the crew, you know, from the IG crowd your audience when they're you know interacting with you because i feel like it's it's more plastic in a way out there you know what i mean that's interesting uh with ig um i think it's a different uh way of expressing because in some ways <laughs> ig lends itself more towards a content creator in the sense that people can only text their reaction you know so right exactly they can't do a video back they can't maybe they can send a picture back in the right. dms sort of kind of but I don't know. Even that's a little bit weird because then you're continuing the conversation. It's not necessarily, uh, I don't know, when, when it's out in the open like an anchor, I feel like, wait, it's a, it's, it's like a different platform. Yeah, because like, anchor is very much a is. collaborative process, you know? It's, it's a lot harder yeah, definitely. You if you just, and I've seen people do this um, where they just really just, you know, they just post stuff and they don't publish call-ins as much. They just kind of just sharing a lot of information. And on Instagram, that's totally fine because everybody's kind of doing that on Instagram. You know, you post a picture of your shoes and everything like that. You don't expect people to start posting pictures of their shoes. It's just your thing. Right. But right. on Anchor, it can be kind of I don't think people understand that that's kind of the point of Anchor. It's not necessarily like podcasting. You know, it's not you're not just posting something and sharing it to Twitter and Facebook and you know, people are emailing you their reaction. They can actually call in and get it. You know, that's the best, like, arguably the best feature, you know, getting those instant, uh, that instant engagement rather than waiting around to see, you know, how much people are listening. Oh, man. And on top of that, right, like you were saying, the instant engagement, but the quality of the engagement is awesome, too, because the voices, right, like, the, there's so much more transmitted in these voices, which could be good or bad. To tell you right. the truth, it could be evil right. and bad. You know, you've been on on both ends, right? You know, when there's a lot of emotion involved, comes across and puts people in a bad mood, and then, you know, then they don't want to engage with you anymore. Which is funny to me because everybody's like, "Oh, I'm so open-minded. I don't want to hear all these different opinions." And at the end of the day, I, I think Facebook got it right, man. Facebook pegged us, man. We just we don't want to hear the different opinions. We cannot want people reinforcing our opinions over and over again well you know what mo mac this is what can kind of happen it's i think people don't necessarily mind the difference of opinion but it's the fact that right like let's say for anchor for instance right there was a situation <laughs> that i think you know of quite fondly where a person 
responded to an old episode of mine. So it was something that I said, like, you know, months ago that, that they wanted ago. to talk about in the moment and kind of have a disagreement with. And this is how this person decided to talk to me for the first time. So it was, it was very weird because I had called to their station, you know, it was something sweet and innocent, and they're like, bam, we're going to take it here. So it can be kind of weird in, in essence, like, how do you go about it? Now, obviously, I could have just privately called them, like, oh, this is something I've talked about in the past, and although I do feel this way, blah, 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 blah. But it can, yeah, that, that difference of opinion it's the same on all the apps. When you post, it, yeah. it's when you don't anticipate it. Now, if you're talking about Donald Trump is a god, of course you're going to get disagreement, right? But yep. let's say you're saying no. that I personally love Iron Man. And then someone says, I think Iron Man is garbage. You're not anticipating someone to clap back like that. You know, you're, you're just anticipating people to kind of talk about Marvel and, and talk about the movies that they did like. So it's that preparation sometimes knowing that anything you post can and will be used against you. Anything you post can, that's great because I think the same thing could happen at work. But the funny thing is, right, the one thing that's interesting to me, I think in most parts is, I'll tell you what, I think most people will forgive you eventually, right? But they'll never forget so all oh, right yes you know never forget what happened so it's it's one of those things man it's like you know like at work fucking relationships could be killed over that stuff and that's why people leave jobs did you know what the fucking interesting thing is i mean i don't know how it's and how many people have their workplace the reason people leave jobs is not necessarily the money the location those things yeah but it's usually the fucking people they work with man mm. they work with, that's killing them and and it makes sense because think about it. That's probably our jobs is where we spend most of our time, you know? So right. it might as well be a place we want to spend our time with. And, the, and no matter what you do, I tell you what, man, you'll never remember, you know, what you did every day for the whatever years. Unless you're doing, okay, you know, like you Jay-Z, musical, whatever, you got an album to show for it. I got yeah. it. But what you remember is how you felt during that time, you know, it's a shitty place to have a shitty boss, you know, like all those ladies in Hollywood got to remember all the sexual harassment, like baby. That one dude who, you know, that's like the, you know, the, thing, the traumatizing thing that they're left with. So it's important that, you know, the workplace be a place that you enjoy going to. Ain't not worse than fuck is Monday again for the wrong reasons. Exactly. That's totally true. Um, because as you said, you know, in, in the work, you know, everybody probably typically works eight hours a day on average or something, eight to six. So that's a lot of time you spend with people. <clears throat> so over time, it can kind of erode friendships even uh, if you work, especially if you have relations with somebody. So, I mean, that's something you don't have to worry about. But that is a... Oh, well, check this out. Oh, no, 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 no. For, well, forget about the relationship. But like you said, the friendship relationship, this, I think you might even be able to comment on this because I've seen this happen before. It happens all the time. You're working with somebody's coworker, and then they get promoted to be your supervisor or something or lead the team or something uh, like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh-oh. Man, that changes dynamics instantly because all of a sudden you can't be friends anymore. You can't go out to lunch. It's, it's you know, once they become quote-unquote management, it's, it's a whole that, different that vibe, man. That's it. Emo, Matt. My current supervisor is someone who used a co-worker. He wasn't really a great friend, but we did talk and hang out a little bit at the job. So Yeah, sure. And, and it's classic. It happens all the time. Anybody will tell you, you know, it's like one of those things. And as that person, you've got to realize the person who's getting promoted, mm-hmm, you're already, you know, it, you, you're a target, man. You're no, you're no longer yeah. anybody's friend. That other ladder, man, and it's, like, and it's mutual because like, I see him as a mortal in, enemy now, yeah, exactly. And I bet he's got to think the same thing because you know, there are people pushing on him, like, yo, you got to bring this up, this ain't good, blah 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 blah, work these guys harder. And you know, you got to be kind of a douchebag to be in those jobs, <laughs> you really do, especially management, yeah. I mean, it's not always the case, I'm sure they're like lovely managers out there, but come on, man, for, for you know, that's where the real bullies are typically. The bullies that are successful become managers and psychopaths, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's 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 not a secret. I mean, you know, you know, it'd be funny if there's some managers listening to this shit right now. But I bet you they're not, because that's the other thing we can talk about: <laughs> anger. People do anger <laughs> at work. 
<laughs> so that's one thing I want to bring up your listening style, man. How's that working out for you? Because you got the AirPods, yeah. right? And it's a good luck to get, you know, get into that like hypnotic anchor vibe while you're cleaning, you know, whatever you're doing. Like you're doing some hard work. It's nice to have something in your ears that you don't have to like listen that carefully to. But, you know, like I feel like you have a great place to listen and, you know, like get your your creative juices going. By listening to Anchor. Oh, yeah, I have the perfect cheat code. And that's why I feel so bad for people that say they don't have enough time in the day. I'm, I'm usually laughing. <laughs> I have all the time in the day. <laughs> I literally have eight hours to be able to listen to Anchor if I want it. <laughs> but um, that, know, is, that is good. I will bad. say that, is good that what did change everything was getting those AirPods because now I don't have to worry about the wires and I can just have it in my ears while I'm doing stuff, charging the phone while I'm doing other things. So I was able to listen to it more extendedly because in the past I would listen to Anchor. Um, like I would try to listen to it when I was uh, not only at work, but when I wasn't supposed to be because I had those wired headphones and it would mess up my it would mess up my groove a lot. So. Yeah, things it's it's a lot better for uh, my listening. But I also wanted to say I wanted to add about the workplace. There was a time. There's a couple instances where I could have hooked up with somebody at the job, but I hesitated because I didn't really want to deal with seeing them every day if things didn't work out. Oh yeah, man, isn't that a fucking trip? Like, how do you handle that? Because it's one of those things where oh man, this person would be great to date or whatever right. right but but you know things things can change in an instant and, and you know you don't want to necessarily it's it's actually harder to find another job than it is to find another date exactly. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is funny actually I, I hate to say that but you know what but you know what's funny about that let's take it to another level let's take it to a, to a level and i could i could kind of marry this up to anchor for a second how about this scenario, right? You're talking about me being positive yeah. and stuff like that. And I have a tendency to, um, to be infatuated with the ladies that I do here because, you know, most of the ones that I listen to have wonderful voices and very, very sexy and they're cool as right. hell, right? All those things. But now you're trying to be positive. Check this out. If you say, and I hate to do it, but I do do it. If you say that somebody is your favorite all of a sudden, oh yeah. Uh-oh. You know, that's a positive statement, but to everybody else listening that wasn't named in that positive statement, all of a sudden you're a fucking douchebag motherfucker, not the master favorite, right? So, you know, because that could easily happen at work real quick. And all of a sudden, it's like you're the asshole to everybody else by trying to say something positive about somebody, man. And everybody gets in their feelings about that, you know? And I think it's a human thing, you know? I think it's a very human thing. Like, Lori was talking about that, right? Uh, people, you know, the polymorphous, no, polyamorous, yeah. right? That's multiple loves and things like that. Yo, man, you can't even have a favorite person on Anchor without getting heat from everybody. Now, imagine you go and banging somebody else. I mean... It's a hard sell, man. I don't think that polyamorous thing. I mean, we could say, yeah, you got to be an adult or whatever. But trust me, man. Everybody else that's not the person at the time is not going to be feeling right. Because, I mean, they've been doing it forever. Where is it? Uh, Montana or something? They got, uh, I even forgot the religion. Mormons? Is it Mormons? No, it's not Mormons. Who is it? Uh, they have multiple yeah, wives. Yeah, that's, uh, the polygamists. Polygamists, right? Polygamists, and they—I think they've done it in China before. But I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you have the one rooster and the many, you know, women just to have more babies, just you know, because it takes a woman nine months and all that stuff. They just wanted to be spreading that seed a little bit more. I'm gonna tell you this, Momac. I'm gonna flip it on his head. I think the people who say they have a favorite, everyone kind of they—they—they they, they this bullshit. I don't think people really believe them after a while because they will say that about everybody, you know? Yeah, I mean, but you know what? I think that's what it is. It's we, you know, kind of back to the polyamorous thing. You have a favorite for the moment. Like, you you know, one week it's right. this person. A couple of months later, you know, you, you, you're looking for something fresh. <laughs> you're looking for something. 
you know, something, something to stimulate you that you haven't been stimulated before. And then, you, you know, it's like the next person is the next person. I think it's normal. I think it's natural. I think it happens on anchor all the, all the time. time. Think about your favorites. And it's, it's one of those things where, and especially for the stuff that you love the person in the beginning, you're going to hate them five months in. Like, oh, no, they're talking about that shit again. Oh, exactly. And that's Trust why me. I don't hold nothing against people because I let them know ahead of time, this is what I do. This me. It ain't, it ain't going to change it for something else. Magically, you're getting the same thing. So I don't, I don't take no offense when people kind of just, you know, drop off listenership. Um, I haven't heard from them in a while because guess what? There's always more people to talk with, so it's not really a, I don't I don't take offense to it at all, but I do understand, and I'm the same way. Some people that I'm yep. cool with in the beginning, man, they get dry as hell. I'm like, damn, I kind of heard this story. Like, she, it's the same one she said about four months ago. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Damn, let me listen to someone else. And before you know it, I don't even want to listen anymore. And they're good people. It's not like they're, they just are evil, but you can't help to be into what you're into. You know, if you like cheeseburgers one week, that don't mean you're going to eat it for the whole year. You're going to eat something else. Exactly. Eventually, eventually especially, like, I, I totally understand with my shit that we were just talking about, like, seven-minute workout. Shut the fuck up, oh, my God, I got it already. Get yourself, <laughs> get yourself some new workout routine already. Like, yeah, I can totally understand it, too. And you know what? I love them anyway because it's exactly right, man. They don't need to hear from me. There's nothing to add to that. Like, what the fuck are they going to say? Like, oh man, your workout sounded a lot harder today, bloody. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that's, but see, that's the other cool thing about Anchor. There's always a new audience to be able to take it in. Yes. Well, that's true. That's true. I mean, you know, like, uh, and you know what? Here's the other thing. Finally, let's, let's try to wrap this one thing about work and relationships and people all together. I, I think the wrap for me is that you get out of it what you put in. Yes. Like, uh, like you were saying, oh, today I was listening. Well, today, one day at one point I was listening because today isn't going to be today. Right. Uh, I was listening to your station and you mentioned how Anne Capone was hustling and you respect the hustle. And I think the one thing you mentioned is how he had the number one podcast. Holy shit, I don't know, but it goes to show that he's so cool and people love him so much. Like you know, he's he's going out there making whatever connections he's got going on, and people coming back. And, you know, they're showing him all this love. And it's because of what he puts into it, man. You know, like, he he's authentic like hell. Right. <laughs> you know, whatever he talks about, whatever he does. And he puts the work in. Like, he's, you know, he puts the work in. And that's and it shows up. It shows up. Now, will he able be able to, or want to do it in six months from now? You know what? I think so. Because I don't think anything's really going to change for, you know, the way he is as a person. Unless he just... I don't know, something just totally pisses them off or something. Well, like that. I mean, but yeah, I, exactly. You're, I mean, let's be realistic. There have been people who are extremely dedicated to the platform, and six months later, they're, they're null and void, nowhere to be found. They're just gone. Totally gone. Gone. Like, there's no goodbye party. They just leave. It, it doesn't work. It, that's, Anchor is one of the hardest apps to use as a social media platform because it's so new, and you basically are on an island you know you it's, it's going to be even hard not even to just get these people on the app to listen to you but even your family and friends to take time out of their day to listen to you you know what i mean like they we are in the business of social media where everybody's scrolling right you're scrolling looking at pictures reading text uh see a video you can tap listen or oh get it away but anchor kind of makes you have to stop a little bit and oh, a little bit? Are you fucking kidding me? Let's talk about that scrolling. The IG, man, I'm, I'm going through, like, 20 people in 30 seconds. Like, boom, like, boom, you know, like, it's done. It's done. I just hit 30 people. You think I'm going to hit, like, one person on Anchor in that time? An hour? An, an hour worth, right? <laughs> oh, some stations like yours, man, and I love listening. That's why I'm there. I get hooked, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, shit, yo, man, I'm at work already. I got no time for nobody yeah. else. Yeah. So it makes sense. Like, I'm not even sad that nobody listens to our whole conversation. I mean, it'd be nice. If they might find some gems at the end. But I, I understand people like, yo, man, I'm tapping out after 50 minutes. I love you guys. Right, yo. And that, exactly. You're very true. And you know what? That's why we archive it. That's why we put it in the episodes so you can listen to it later at your convenience. 
because the people do listen. Some people do listen all the way through. But like you said, it is a it is a a a, a, a large time of commitment, and some people do Ooh. listen to it in chipmunk mode. So hopefully that can make it a little uh, easier and condensed. But still, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of salty about that because you sound good in chipmunk mode. You got like that. <laughs> I swear to God. And people know. They listen. They're like, yeah, Tuan sound great. But Momak sound like a hyper mobile. He sounds like a mo chipmunk chipmunk. Like New York City chipmunk. That high octane energy on that fast. Woo! I don't know it's who's ready for that, man. Um, yeah, man. If, you know, my motor mouth is good for, for, for the... For the ladies going, <laughs> going <laughs> there you go, man. See, I was I was trying to help you out, man. You can't help yourself. <laughs> I can't, I can't. I'm, I'm a goon, you know it. Oh my god, I'm terrible. But anyway, uh, and you know what? You got I gotta stay away from some of those sta- stations, man. Like, you know, when the station name is insatiable, I'm like, fuck, I gotta tap. I can't even go there. I can't even go there because it's it's too, you know, it's you know. I just I gotta peek a little bit, find what's going right, on, looking around. Right. <laughs> well, let me stop now. Me stop she, now. Yeah, she runs know, a great th- station, even though her co-host yeah. is like barely on there. Smiley, man, you yeah, got she some explaining the- to do. Right? It'd be like, yo, is this is my other half? No, it's actually more like your other point zero five percent. Right. <laughs> I can remember when I heard Smiley. Like the last time was, I mean, honestly, it was probably last year. Yeah, it was probably last year. I don't think this year at all. But anyway, I'm you know much, I might much be wrong. love to you, Smiley. But man, come on now. He probably on the SoundCloud thing. I've heard that they uh, uh, are official now on SoundCloud. That's what it is. All right, yeah. So yeah, you know what? That's the other thing, man. You know, like where your focus is, where you put your energy in. That's where it's you know shit happens. If you're not feeling a certain platform for whatever reason, you're just not feeling it, man. I totally understand that. Yeah, happen to anybody. Yep, yep. So that's, you know, that's my final thing on uh, the work stuff. Because I think, you know, like the relationships that are flourishing at work for me with anybody is I put the time into, you know, but they got to give me a little feedback too. Because, you know, there's some cats, let me be honest with you. I'll be saying hi, what's up, whatever. I get like dead ass looks like, nah, motherfucker, keep walking. Like, oh shit. Right. Yeah. Some people are like that. It don't matter how nice a good mood you win. They don't even right. look. They just look away like, don't talk to me. <laughs> don't talk to me. I don't want to hear nothing from your fucking blah, blah, blah ass. Your punk mo- you know, like, they got it out for me and shit. Like, all right, not everybody got to love me, but yo, at least be a little civil, man. Now, let me ask I'll you this, for- Momak. I want to ask you something right now. Let's get a little controversial. Okay. This is anchor related, but it's kind of the same thing. Do you find yourself, do you listen to stations more? that you interact with or do you listen to stations and you don't never want to interact with them you just like listening to the station do i ever listen to stations and not want to interact with them at all i you know what i never really took time out to what you would call it yeah uh, you know i the people that i love to listen to I would love to interact with. No, I, either it's in the comments or it's a call-in. I will absolutely interact with it because they're saying stuff that's, you know, touching me in a certain way, right? right? Like, I feel like these are friends. You know, that's the deal, Dewan. I feel like when I'm listening to a station, that person's talking directly to me, not not an audience. It doesn't matter if they are talking to an audience right. or showman because you've said you've done it so many times. But I think that's part of your magic as well. It feels like you're talking to me one-on-one and it's so cool. And into what you're saying and it's touching me man because words words are amazing things man it's it's not just the you know first of all the energy transmitted but also when you're doing that that communication that idea that you're spreading it just it's like so full of imagination and like you said the beauty banker if you're doing it right is that you are getting a sort of engagement it's a sort of dance it's a little back and forth right right so I'm so long-winded, but yeah, definitely the stations that I love to listen to, I love the people, and I love talking to them. So, yeah, you know, you're probably going to hear me on their station, or maybe not. Maybe they don't publish the call-ins, but I'll call in. Right. Uh, but, but but to be honest with you, that's another thing that's, you know, that's almost like what they call it, body language. You call right. into the station three or four times, and you ain't getting no published call-ins. Yeah, mm. motherfucker don't want to talk to you. <laughs> mm. Now, this is why I want to talk about this, Momak. I have discovered 
that I am starting to become, I don't, if I don't interact with the person, it almost taints whatever it is that they're saying. Yes. It's, it's weird. It's, it's kind of weird because I understand they're coming on Anchor, posting their set. I had to unfavorite somebody today because of this, because I called into their station and they didn't publish it, but yes. they just kept making more segments. And I'm like, wait a minute now. Wait a minute yes. now. That now you're making it seem like I'm thirsty to talk with you now, but that's not the case, all right? Take a look at my damn station. It's packed full of engagement. I'm trying to help your ass out. Now, the person is new, so, um, you know, that can kind of happen. People are new. They don't know how to interact, so they just publish the call in, but they don't say anything. They just make more segments. Um, it is kind of weird. That's, the, that's one disadvantage with the new anchor from the old, because on the old anchor, if you get a reply, you just get a reply. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it's easy to understand that someone wants to interact with you. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's on, only if you know about the notifications. I'm thinking, what if they don't even know how to find the notifications? Right. <laughs> yeah, anchor, like, come on, anchor, have some little tutorial. I think they got some little thing with the, they show you what the buttons mean or something like yeah. that, but. You know, maybe, or maybe the person just ain't on anchor. All the time, too. See, that's the other thing, man. If they're brand new, maybe they made a post and they'll listen to it like later in the day and shit. So you might. Oh, really I'm talking up. about some veterans too, Mo Mac. Oh, okay. okay. There I'm sorry. are some people who have, you know, just decided never to engage with me again. And I'm on your station, but I'm, you know what? You know, there's a fucked up thing, and, and I got to admit, sometimes I'm listening because I want to interact, not necessarily because I care what they're saying. And then I start yes. to notice that, oh, I'm not really interested in what they're talking about. It's just that I want to interact with them in some way, but it's just not happening, you know? Yeah, no. I, you know, like, and, and sometimes there's not, you know, sometimes you might listen to a station and you want to do the interaction bit, but there's nothing for you to munch on, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Those things where oh you you know you maybe want to have something that was there before like a couple months ago things you were going back and forth with and having a good time and shit and I was like oh man they never bring that up or I can't bring it up or they you know if you if you do say something they acting a little weird about it you know you've you've seen yeah. that happen before I guess. like yeah things things change all the time and it's ah it's one of the you know what that's what causes a lot of fucking people to lose I think to you know they see that audience dwindling sometimes and it's nothing different that they're doing so you know that's where that authenticity comes in let, let me start it up with the authenticity right we all talk about being authentic and that's what we want to hear and that's what we love yeah. oh we love big motherfuckers but they so authentic man that's the shit that's the shit I want to hear you know somebody who's original we ain't copying the truth is we're all copying a little bit right, right? but but then you get into that psychological game when oh my readership, you know, my readership, my, you know, audience is that big. And then maybe you see those anchor poems who are just jumping up there. Like you were saying, he's always in the top 30 or whatever it right. is, you know. It's like, oh, what's he doing? And then he's thinking, oh, what's this other guy doing? Oh, <laughs> you know what oh I mean? man, you got them gems today. Oh, talk about it. Let's go there. Let's go there, man. It's hard because as a creator, you're always thinking like, yo, I got to do something new. Right, I always got to be fresh. I always got to be fresh, and then you get into that inauthentic. So you're chasing your own tail, man. You're chasing your own tail, trying to something better. But you know what's the? It's what you were doing originally, man. Like, I, I don't know, but in a sense, you do have to come up with something new because you, you know, you might as well just freaking repost everything you had a year ago if you're not, right? So what do I'm you do? I'm gonna tell you, Mo Mac, what the do best remedy for that is just to have fun. Remember why you downloaded the app in the first place. Because like you said, the problem can be this person's looking at this person and that person's looking at that person and you hear vague waves, vague sub subliminal distance here and there. And that's the, some way it could be the, the, it's, it's the negative thing of the community, but it's nothing you can't overcome, right? It's, it's, you're going to eventually, if you get a bunch of people in a room from different walks of life, someone's going to be the leader, someone's going to be the cool one, someone's going to be the asshole, someone's going to be the cute one. It's always, that's just how people are. We're just hardwired as, as individuals like that. So it's no different. 
when it's a digital tribe. It's the same, the same thing applies. Everyone's going to see this person, and if the leaderboard doesn't, it doesn't even matter. The leaderboard, in some ways, is an indication, not necessarily of clout, but more so of connections and networking, because I still get some hate, even though I'm, I haven't been on the leaderboard in, in months. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been on there, but people recognize that Oh, Jawan is the the hub or the bridge, you know. I've, uh, uh, Capone and uh, Reggie. Yep, I heard that was a great one, and I agree with it, man. Like you know, you you do touch a lot of lives, you know. And the funny thing is, you ain't going out there; they're coming to you. I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> so, man, I know yeah, why. It's because I don't need the leaderboard anymore. No, the leaderboard, I think, hurts it's, you because you get new people bullshit. favorites, right? It helps new people because they're the ones yeah, that get on that? there the quickest. They they could be on there in, in two days. They're on the leaderboard because it's all about getting new favorites, right? But the thing with me and my station <laughs> is that I already have a solid list of, fav- of of people that are listening to me already. So there's been times right. where, right. like lately now, I've been consistently getting 700 plus listens like this whole week. Every day I'm getting 700, 800, 600, 800, and I'm not on the leaderboard. Preach. Preach. Mm -hmm. And that's how you know you're doing the right thing, man. When you get that many listens, when you get the echoes, the applause, I honestly think applause are more important because let me tell you something that I noticed. I I don't know about your stats, but let me talk about my, my little stats, man. Maybe I get I'll get certain days I might get, uh, I, I don't know how many things I post, but, you know, maybe certain days I'll get like yeah. 150 listens, like or to seven applause, like not even that many applause during the day. So if your applause number is big, because I remember this other day I got like, I got like 29 listens because yeah. it was the weekend, right? Which I hardly, right? So something's like ridiculous, 29 listens. But I think the applause were over 10, which I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit, that's so. I think applause are a big deal too. So if you got a lot of listens and a lot of applause, well, then I think you're doing something really good. You know, that's that exactly. And you know what it gets back to again is just have fun. It's it's not really a competition. I know you want we want to think it is, but ultimately people are just trying to find something to do. Um, and honestly, they're putting sometimes us above their netflix what they want to watch for the night you know that's the responsibility i feel i want to entertain this person to where they might not want to check their facebook right away because they want to hear what conversation dewan having like oh let me hear this and you know they want to be in on it that's the that's the ultimate uh compliment you can get is when people are just listening to you throughout the day and you know they must you know they got their lives to live but they want to hear what i'm saying and they want to chime in you know so that's it's, it's a good look. Yeah, man. It's a great. I, I was just about to say it's a good look. You're making me smile so much when I'm hearing that because, uh, you know, I, I could feel I could feel you as a content creator really thinking about your audience a lot when you're doing the, your thing, man. It's not it's not just you know some how do you call it bullshit ego thing or whatever, man. You actually having a good time and you entertaining from the heart. So you know all the kudos you get, all that respect, all the love. Well deserved. Appreciate well deserved. very much, Samurai Bow. <laughs> Yo, don't 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 be taking that sword out and killing no, a brother, man. man. You know, we, you, man. we had a little scuffle. Oh no, I wasn't even talking about that. Oh, the scuffle. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes, hey, as cool as you are, you could be having a bad day, man. You know, you can, I'm, I'm human. Shit, if you're having a bad day, yeah, exactly. And somebody say something that's just not sounding right. Like especially when you when you following Mr. Conway and you sound like you trying to beat Mr. Conway. Uh, that ball sexy head, that ball oh man! Balls, man! I be I be looking like I'm with the wrong people. You know what? That's funny. Talk about judging a book by its cover. I wonder if that's some of the reason I'm not getting some love at work, man. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm cool right. with the young crowd. But some of the other brothers they'll be looking at me like this. What the fuck you doing here, man? Get you know no, what I'm saying? Man, like, no. You can 
happened. Look, I can't please everybody, uh, no matter whatever, how right. cool I am. But uh, yo, it happens. It happens, you know. And and I don't blame them. You know what? Because everybody's experience is different. You know, like that's 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 part of where any kind of like bigotry and racist kind of comes from. Man, it's built over time, and it's your experience, whatever, whatever, man. It's not the person in front of you. It's all that history before, you know. And that comes up. You can't you can't help but right. expect that, right? Oh. I don't even blame people, you know. If they give you a chance, though, in a few hours, you know, over a couple of weeks, it might melt their hearts a little bit, you know. They might be like, ah, right, he's all right. He's, you know, we, 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 we give him a visa, you know. He could come here occasionally. I'm still working on it. But, you know, it's, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's just part of oh, the game. Oh, you know what, Mo Mac? You just like, reminded me. There's this lady at my job, and she, she like, mean mugs me, gives me the rest in bitch face like majority of the day. I don't understand what the hell is her problem. Well, she must be pissed that your fucking jeans are looking so baggy now. Like, <laughs> Right. She has said hi to me a couple of times, but it's so weird because, you know, I don't talk. So I guess that's, it can irritate like extroverts that I'm not talkative because, yeah. you know, extroverts, they'll come up to you with headphones on. It doesn't matter. They're going to talk to you anyway. Yeah, and let me tell you this, y'all. Let me just be real. If anybody's listened this far, first of all, bless your heart. Yeah, Thank you for listening. <laughs> oh, you know, but what I was going to say about the funny thing is I was, re- I was listening to something, probably a podcast or some uh-huh. shit like this, talking about introverts and extroverts and the difference and all that stuff. And the truth is big mouth extroverts have only become in vogue in the last maybe 50 years Western society, wow. man. You know where? Yeah, because because media, like you know, having you know media and things like that, like yes, it's attractive when it's 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 there as a showman, right? And whatnot. But the people that used to get shit done, put in the work, were smart motherfuckers and had things going on. weren't the jokers, weren't the entertainers. They were the introverts, you know, like you, man, the masterminds, the the, the architects. They built shit, man. So all throughout. You know, the history of mankind, it was the introverts that were getting the shit done. <laughs> that, I, I can see that. I can see that kind of making sense. It made sense. So they were always admired more, in a sense, the introvert, the guy guy. The, you know, and for a long time, even being manly was associated with a little bit of introversion, right? Just strong and silent. Right. Type. That it was the makes sense. You know what, Mo Mac? You on to something here, man. This is something I might take yeah. to my station, but I got to talk about it here. It does make sense because I do notice the people who kind of get criticized a little more at work when I see are the the extroverts, the ones who are talking all the time when they should be working. Yeah, exactly. They're just having a good time. It's life for them. And I just noticed this. I just noticed this with my uh, consultant friends. There was a consultant guy, paid big bucks, sat next to me, talked a lot. I probably got sucked into this conversation. Work was slacking. I'm sorry. I apologize right now. Let's keep it off the record, but it's on the record, so I fucked up. But now they moved them, right? And, yo, guess what? This last hour, I was busting my ass to get out of work so we could do the podcast, whatever. You know, I was, like, rushing through a lot of work. And right. I hear this motherfucker having a party for half an hour. I'm like, yo, he's just getting paid big bucks to fucking bullshit this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. He's a good guy, though. But it's part of his extroversion, you know? He can't help it, you know? And that's what makes him attractive in the sense... He could talk. He could get people. Like, that's his, his skill set. He gets people talking that usually wasn't talking, right? So, you know what? You got to give me some slack for that. It's it's something that not everybody has. So I understand. But the truth is, he really ain't doing shit. <laughs> but getting other people to do the work, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. Oh, my God. It's getting a little late, one. I think uh, I think that's a feel like we've touched a lot of things and a lot about anchor social media introversion extroversion at the end of it relationships at work wow this thing was oh authenticity do you feel that we hit authenticity enough i i feel we did within the context that we were talking about things um you know lastly with authenticity it's it's just you you just it's action you know action and not the words the words are to deceive and to delay. But the action is instantaneous and the most honest thing one can do. Yeah, and you know, the only reason I brought it up is because 
I was I was seeing it, and it was with that guy. Um, oh, I forget the, the the white dude that's oh, on YouTube. Oh, yeah, I heard you talking about him on Seeking Plum. Was his yep. name Ryan Logan or something? Is that his name? Something Logan. Yeah, some. He's got two first names for last names. I don't know some shit like that. Yeah. But the one thing that I thought was interesting, not so much about him, but I remember somebody saying is that you know. The man, a man reveals his true self when he's alone and there's nobody else to watch him, you know, what he does. Because we do a lot of posturing and shit for society. Right. And, and, you know, Seeking Plum was mentioning that, you know, sometimes you have to have these layers because there are things that are appropriate or whatever. And you, and you, and you aren't this, you're still authentic, even though you're, you know, bending to some of those social norms. Right. Right. But but in a sense, are you though? Are you really that authentic? I, I don't want to take the argument I had, you know, not the argument, but the discussion I had with her off offline and take it away from her. But I think it's interesting. Like, would we do the same shit if we knew nobody was watching that sort of thing? I mean, because I think it's not as authentic then, you know. I think authenticity comes when you really being honest with the people in front of you. And it's like that thing you had on white lies, man, we do it all the time. So I don't know. And some of the most authentic moments on anchors when people don't do that and they're really being vulnerable. And how many of us are really that vulnerable, man? It's a hard thing to do. You know, it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Um, I looked, I had, I just happened to look up the definition of the word just so we can kind of get, try to build from this It's of undisputed origin Genuine. So in a way, authenticity has different layers. And I think what she was saying, I did hear the convo. Um, just it, authenticity does not mean you can say whatever you want and cuss everybody out. I think there is a certain level of tact to authenticity, you know? Right. It's uh, cuz that's true. I mean, you don't have to you know, you don't have to be like serial killers are not the all, most authentic people because they're killing people. You know, a lot of people wonder what it would be like to kill someone and some some can argue well, they're living the most authentic life while all of us are faking, pretending like they don't want to kill. <laughs> they are killing. So you know, that's an extreme example, but I do think there was a certain eloquence to the authenticity, right? There's a certain like thing it. that can resonate with one whereas the other can say oh this food is nasty i don't like it then you get another person that said this is the worst food i have ever tasted if i ever come across some of this ingredients and you add more layers and suddenly this person they want to listen to this person more they're both authentic but just one is probably a little more well-spoken and can engage with an audience in a way where the other can't so with that dude the white dude in the thing yeah obviously he was doing it to get hits on his YouTube, you know, the shock and awe sort of thing, and he thought it could be, you know, I don't know why in his right mind or left mind would he think that would be a good idea. But. Well, you know what I was thinking? What I mean, I don't know what he was thinking, but, you know, they, you know, there's things said about this area or whatever in Japan, so I've heard yeah. about it before and not. So imagine you're venturing in the woods and shit, and then you hit something like that. I mean, it's almost like it's almost like you know, like you're doing a treasure hunt and you actually hit the treasure thing. So I don't know if his over enthusiasm. So or... let me get this right. He he came across a body, a dead body. I, I know. Yeah, that's supposedly what happened. Like somebody that hung themselves. And uh, it's like a popular I... place where a lot of people go to commit suicide, right? Ain't that? I'm getting it. Ain't that? That's true. That's true. Yep. It's it's uh yeah this particular forest where a lot of people do. And, and I think I think these same woods i mean there's a lot of legend behind them but right. supposedly you know uh, the deal is you know the, the what you call it the legend or the lore the way mickey explained it to me is that you go in and you get lost and then you get these voices that's you know like tell you to commit suicide. right so oh okay i got you like a labyrinth a labyrinth sort of thing like is that true or not i mean i don't know i mean you know but most people go in alone if they're they're feeling depressed or whatever it is so is it you know is it from the onset or did they go in and they start having these things and is it a cursed place a lot of legends behind it but yeah apparently they did find somebody that was actually dead and whatever you know filmed it i think they blurred it out or something i didn't wow. watch the video but, but it, was it was terrible i think mickey watched it because you know she's kind of in the news and stuff like that and it was all over japan but um yeah i mean it was some um, 
it was some messed up stuff. Now, I don't, I don't know the story of what he did afterwards or something like that. I'm not saying that, I guess, what he was doing was authentic. Yeah. But maybe that reaction, you know, maybe that reaction was authentic. I don't know. Because uh, I've, I've seen the guy in something else before, and he seems like a big little kid. Um, and you know what that reminds me? Stand by me. Stand by me, I think they go on the street tracks or whatever, like whatever they want that thing to find a dead body, right? In, in the trunk of a car or whatever it was. Like it was a, you know, coming of age story, but, you know, ultimately it was like these young kids going out to see a real dead body sort of thing. So I don't know if that, <coughs> that idea is such a bad thing because that movie, you know, the kids were, you know, normal human kids and everything was cool, right? Like, now, uh, before you get everybody to, to, to jump down your throat, I want to say mm-hmm. the only difference is that, you know, Stand By Me, they, they weren't doing it to get YouTube hits. So the thing, and the thing with YouTube, unfortunately, is there's a lot of planning beforehand. They like to make it seem like it was just something they, but he probably had planned this out for a while. They had did some sort of research. Now, if this was like a, like a documentary sort of fictional new horror film, that's different, you know, because it's fiction and whatever. But the fact that, Let's find an actual person. I, man, we must be able to find one person. Now, if he was more like, you know, like... It's one, so disrespectful to the dead, too. I, I see what people mean. Like, I mean, you know, if you were, if that was your family, yeah, it's a whole different story then, yeah. Now, maybe if he wasn't as known, it probably would have been kind of... But the fact that he's already one of YouTube's fucking celebrities, like he's in YouTube Red, the originals and all that, you would think he would have a little more tact with how to go about it, you know? But at the same time, hey... I guess it, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Like that QDP dude, when he was throwing the N-word around, I guess that felt like a good idea, idea too. At the time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I mean, but but I definitely see where Seeking Plum is coming in from, too. You know, like, just because you're not being crude doesn't mean that you're not also authentic, right? Right. It's still, it's still like a refined, well-polished authentic you that you're presenting to the world so i don't disagree with that you know but then you know it's i guess the only time it's inauthentic is when you start questioning your authenticity that's when it becomes like hmm and you know and it comes to that kind of that idea like what should i be doing on anchor like this guy what should i be doing to get more youtube hits right right japan to this crazy place and blah 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 like i mean there's more shit to do in japan trust me than go into that place but i mean i don't know uh, you know, like the funny thing is, I think he got he got pretty much banned. They were like, "Don't ever come back." <laughs> we don't watch. You know, it's one of those things. Like, damn, man, the whole country got got offended. You know, that's and probably a lot more places too. Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing with celebrity. You kind of get take your freedom gets taken away of expression at times. But you know what? I think he wanted that. I think that makes it even better. For, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I have I have no clue how those things work and what makes it uh, you know a good bad thing you know because there there are quote unquote good bad things to happen right right like that infamous right like I mean how did uh, Kim Kardashian get a, get up there you know like the leaked porn of it I mean hey it's a good bad thing right yeah so sometimes the good, there are good bad things but uh, yeah that that definitely is bad taste and I guess. I guess the ultimate part about being authentic is just really being able to let somebody in to what you're thinking, being, you know, seeing the real you. And uh, that often is a hard thing to do. But, I, but I'm hearing the real you, Duan, right now, getting into that dinner. What, what you got cooking up with it? Ah, man, <laughs> these microphones are sensitive, man. Damn. <laughs> You're making me hungry too. I'm like, oh man, I didn't eat. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh, I sort of meal prepped today because I had leftovers from yesterday and I decided to cook tomorrow. So now I don't have to cook tomorrow. I mean, I will for the next day. But anyway, got myself some spaghetti. Sweet. Sweet. You know what? I'm making some pasta too. I'm probably going to make some uh, uh, broccoli rab or a kete, which I usually do. It's just going to be nice. It's going to oh, have a little yeah. bit of. Yeah, man, Parmesan cheese, some spicy sausage in there mixed in. Ooh. Watch out, man. Some garlicky, like I do a nice little garlicky olive oil type of sauce. Mm, mm, mm. It's going to be delicious, but it's I'm still about two hours away from eating, so I'm hurting right now. 
Oh man, yeah. You hopefully you'll survive, man. Just get the get some more of that biscuit knicker, man. You be good. <laughs> Thank you. <Juan. laughs> oh, I should follow Sahazli, the dude that intermittent fasting. I'm just gonna think it's intermittent fasting. Oh, that's it, man. Thundercats is all about intermittent fasting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's that's all how- about perception. Perception is everything. Right, I ain't hungry. I ain't hungry. And on that note, I think this is a wrap. Let's wrap it up. Let's all be getting our dinners on. And everybody, have a good night. Remember to comment. Yes. Call in and what's the and share. Yes, share all those things. All the above, everyone. Thank you for listening and taking the time out of your day to hear us to Gavin Gab away. But it's it has some meaning to it. We know. We know, we know, and catch you on the next episode. This was number eleven, by the way. I didn't think we introduced it in the beginning, but all oh, right. Oh yeah, we slipping episode eleven, everyone. They already know. They already know. They already know. Peace and love and happiness to all.